0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Find Your Fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Fitness. I'm really excited today because we have a really great guest, Mr. Henry Noel. He's a sports performance coach, um, and what he does that's really great is he puts his life experiences into his programming, and his approaches are really innovative. They're creative. He has a way of really making movements more efficient and clean. He has a really ambitious attitude, in my opinion. Anyone that gets the opportunity to train with him will really benefit from everything that he has to bring to the table because he has a really exciting life story. He has a, a lot of experience in this industry building businesses, building gyms. Um, he's managed gyms. He's managed really great athletes. And so without further ado, I'd like to introduce Henry Noel.
2: Hey, Max, how you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing really great. How about you? I'm feeling good, looking good. Okay, that's what I can say. He comes in with these shades. You know, the trainer is wearing shades on the inside of the building. On the inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, this is no normal trainer. This is definitely a trainer with swag.
2: 100%, man. I appreciate you noticing <laughs> that. I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: We have a lot to talk about. And one of the huge things that you've, one of the work, uh, the pieces of equipment that you've been working with has been the steel mace. Man,
2: this uh, this 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 piece of equipment just hit the market probably two or three years ago. Hard. Mm-hmm. This thing is an ancient piece of equipment, and it's it's a remarkable piece of equipment. There's a lot of different ins and outs, a lot of different ways that you can uh, use it, but whenever you do use it, it looks beautiful, it looks graceful, and you really get to show your strength off.
1: I mean, I wish that was the case for everybody. I tend not to be as beautiful and graceful when I'm working with a piece of exercise equipment, but someone with your caliber of talent, I can see how you could say beautiful and graceful. And you're probably great at teaching people how to be really graceful and efficient and how to use the steel mace properly. When I see people do it, it looks like a martial art. It looks like a real serious uh, movement pattern that, I mean, engages everything. I see core being worked. I see the legs being worked, arms, shoulders. Uh, it's it's such an efficient exercise, full body. How do you get people to do it and to do it well without injuring themselves?
2: Well, uh, I coined a term called the Lamborghini Muscle Genie. Okay. And the reason why I call myself that is whenever you pick up this steel mace, you're going to find out ways that you can move, ways that your body fights yourself in order to be able to move in certain ways. Um, you're going to find internal balance along with external forces imposed upon you. So you're going to look like a little bit of a battle going on. All right. But what what's really important, uh, important about this is, is teaching somebody proper positioning. So we've got proper positioning in mind, but we've got to get from point A to point B gracefully and smooth. Now, how do we teach them? We teach them the fundamental basics of every basic athletic movement. We need to find a power position. Mm-hmm. We've got to find uh, high stability positions. What I mean by that is if we raise the bar overhead, what does our lower trunk look like? What's our feet look like? Um, whenever we are lunging and rotating, what are some key positions and what is the anatomical um, proper anatomical movement? Uh, of that muscle group and and muscle, okay, or or uh, muscle group and skeletal a- aspects to it—a uh, fancy little term. Um, your postural alignment of synergy, mm-hmm. uh, coin I termed. But
1: can you break that down for us that aren't as well educated as you? Yeah,
2: what we're what, <laughs> yeah what we're what we're trying to do is find the basics of the movement inside your power position, and then from there, that's like as if you're a linebacker. And okay you're getting ready for the down. You're standing on the balls of your feet, your shoulders over top of your toes, knees over top of your toes, and everything's kind of hunched a little bit. From there, we want to start working what are going to be our standard movements. All right. So we got our squats, we got our presses, we got our lunges, and we got our rotations. And inside of that, we can start deducting, hey, look, are we going to do this movement successfully? Are we not going to move, do this movement successfully, left or right side? And then there's where a lot of the things come in on my end that say there's something going on whenever you do a lunge to the right-hand side. You, you fall out of position. Whenever you step to the left-hand side, things are looking good. So now I have a tool, like there's many resources out there, but there's a tool that now I now have that reinforces if I'm looking at a functional movement screen, mm-hmm. and I take that functional movement screen, and then I give you a steel mace, and then I try and mimic some of the movements, basic foundational movements, deducting from those two tools, I can start going, this is where we need to focus on your um, muscle tissue release, your myofascial release, your, your foam rolling. This is where your massage therapist needs to pay more mind. This is where you need to pay more mind to your stretching. This is how we need to psychologically break the barrier and start looking into visualizing this motor pattern. And if we can't do these type of things, then there's some sort of impairment there that's, that's occurring. Now, I know I'm getting a little strayed away from the no, original I, question.
1: I think it's really great the way that you decided to approach this question because what you really did do is you broke down what really great trainers do in almost every situation.
2: Right, right.
1: To to develop a really good movement pattern. Right. You evaluate, and after the evaluation, you start with the, basically a prescription to make the the adjustments and the corrections that you need to make.
2: And along that time, I'm trying to focus on how, 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 does, how, does, how does Henry know that whenever, whenever Shelly, let's call her Shelly, does an overhead press, that her scapula needs to go into upward rotation. Mm-hmm. And now what muscles are incorporated in that and why or why isn't that upward rotation occurring? So I look at what's called the line of pull of a muscle tissue. It's kind of like looking at the grain of wood. Right. So if you're going the wrong way in the grain of wood or you're cutting the wrong way in the grain of wood, it's going to stop your saw. Right. So if you are looking at the line of pull, then you don't need to know origin insertion points anatomically. Yes, I map it out in my head like a doctor. But what I'm looking at is the lats do a line of pull from the front of your chest Uh and it connects to your mid back. Mm -hmm. And there's a line that you can draw along the body. And which direction it's supposed to pull, it's supposed to pull down, right? So I look at that, and I'm like, well, why isn't that muscle allowing to relax enough to allow that scapular up rotation whenever they reach their arm over their head, whether they're a football player, baseball player, uh, volleyball, server? You know, that scapula's got to work right. So by using this steel mace, we're creating torque that the body typically doesn't see, and then therefore probably... On the empty hand, what I call, the the, the empty hand doesn't have the actual 10-pound mace in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that empty hand is creating um, the torque kind of almost pulling while the other side is pushing in an upward movement, right? Let's just use the overhead press for right now. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I get it. And so we're getting right into the mace, the steel mace. But I think we probably need to take a pause and go back in describing what the mace is and given a lot more description about actually what is a steel mace because it's a new piece of equipment you said the last few years but let's Mm -hmm. let's really describe what that what that mace looks like
2: man this is the fun part um well this piece of equipment for some reason got lost but it stayed where it originated
1: but it's interesting so you say this piece of equipment got lost but when I look at a steel mace, it kind of resembles, um, I could say it kind of looks like an axe in a way. Yep. I mean, heavy on one end with a handle. Yep. Kind of looks like, what What else that sword. we still have, but but not a sword because it's... Oh, like a sledgehammer. Like a sledgehammer. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely a sledgehammer. So, so, so yeah, I just want people to visualize kind of what we're talking about.
2: Yeah, if you took a sledgehammer that, that uh, say, a four-foot pole with a 10-pound mallet, you pretty much have a steel mace. But what I meant by all that was these tools originated in Persia. Uh-huh. They're part of Persian what they're deeming called Persian yoga. But what it really is is if you look at that Persian warrior, how did they train? They had the Indian clubs. They had a gala, which is now what we call a steel mace in America. Uh-huh. And they had a sheena board. And they had some other tools. With this steel mace, man, whenever you're, like you mentioned earlier, whenever you're using the thing, you look like you're battling. You look like you're a Spartan. You look like you're a warrior of some sort while you're using this apparatus, this steel mace, and you're going through yoga-like-esque kind of movements. And I say that because that's the only thing that I've seen choreographed that's like Tai Chi. Choreographed slow movements, that really makes sure that you have head to toe stability, good coordination, and then you got that mental gymnastics of just saying, snaps, I need to be able to remember this choreographed sequence. Or if I just go off the handle and start going into a flow state, switch from left hand to my right hand, what options do I have and still be able to stick to the curriculum of movement? Like you just don't go cr- kicking and chopping on people in karate, they got a curriculum to it. But whenever you get this curriculum, settled down and you understand it and you've done your mental gymnastics and you've gone past the stretching you've gone past the, the 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 muscle memory, now it's all just focus, you just get it done, uh, going through the range of motion and you're, you're now in this flow state. And that's mm-hmm. one of the funnest things I think as an athlete to be in is in a flow state. So if you are a person that's used to play athletics or is going into athletics but hasn't met that flow state, I think this is a great tool for you to be able to under, understand, hey, there's a curriculum behind it um, that's kind of my side as a coach, making sure that you understand that there's these basic movements. Mm-hmm. And then if those, those hang-ups so of I can't get to that basic movement with good form and then flow out of it to the next one, then that's also on me because I'm going to go ahead and look at why the muscle is looking that way, the psychology behind that, and, and, and just trying to create the repetition in the motor pattern and, and coach you up. I mean, I'm you know, coach it mm-hmm. up, teach it up, coach yep. it up. yeah. Um, and, and, and so this tool... It, it derives from ancient things, but it resembles a lot of things that we use nowadays. The axe, uh, it, uh, that sledgehammer, the sledgehammer one hundred percent. Oh
1: man, when you said that, I was like, yeah, I see it.
2: Yeah, hundred percent with the sledgehammer, and it kind of feels like one too. But you know, obviously, whenever things are circles, they you know, it's a it's a pole with a ten pound, a or a fifteen pound or a twenty pound cylinder on top of it. You could simply go ahead and take a sledgehammer. But you won't be able to get the nice angles and grace because of the edge, the blocking of, of the actual apparatus at the at top. Mm-hmm. It's not as nice and flowing and everything like that. That's why not everybody's just taking, uh, you know, sledgehammers off the, the racks at Home Depot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're buying a specific steel mace, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, that makes sense. I tell you, I mean, and I've trained with um, sledgehammers in the past. Oh, me too. You know, yeah. we're banging on tires with them and. The overhead swing. and
2: Oh, yeah. I think that's where a lot of the, like, somebody that's used to lifting weights. I mean, like, you know, classic, let's get stronger with the purpose, lifting with the purpose and everything like that. I think that, man, I'm not trying to flow around. Like, if you ask me whenever I was a competitive weightlifter, I'd sn- I, I was snatching 260, I was cleaning and jerking over 300 pounds in state competitions over the age of 25. And mm. if you came to me, and I'm 35 now, if you came to me at the age of 28 and said, hey, here's a steel mace, and guess what it did in the industry? I said, man, get that thing out of here. But now, as I've gotten older, and I understand more honestly, more intellectually about the point of strength conditioning, the mind, the body, the spirit, and everything like that, and understanding more about the muscles and everything like that, and how they are connected and lay together, it just makes more and more sense to me. Man, that's a great GPP tool, general physical fitness tool, Instead of hey, let's introduce you to CrossFit. Hey, let's introduce you to immediately how to snatch and clean and jerk. Immediately, let's get you jumping up on a box. Let's show you how to barbell squat. You know, let's kettlebell swing. I want you all. I want you to do all those things. All those things are going to make you a master, great lifter, athlete, person. All the experiences that go along with that. That you know, keep faith in that. But at the same time. I just really like this steel mace thing because I'm going to talk about it.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
2: And the way that I perform as an athlete is he made a huge difference on my clients and how I'm able to teach them and progress them to those things of the snatches, cleaning jerks, speed training, and flexibility. And understand that, hey, your right hip ain't working the way that we want it to. We're going to narrow it down. You came in thinking it was your right knee. Now we got it in your hip. Now all of a sudden it's a specific muscle that ain't working the way that we need it to. I'm going to go ahead and get my hands inside of that, understand that more as we talk through the psychology and understanding, you know, a lot of physiopathologists, think, you know, doctors. Mm-hmm. They, is it top to bottom, bottom to top? I'm just going to jump in the middle and we're going to take care of everything from there instead of talking about what the hierarchy is. Maslow's hanging on my doorbell, just ding, <laughs> ding, ding. Maslow has some things he wants <laughs> me to do. You know what I mean. So,
1: and if you missed that joke, he's talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. i um, are no, no, no. just gonna jump in the middle and do it. Uh, so I, I'm like, uh, I'm really happy that you're taking the time to do this. I've been checking out your Instagram, and I have noticed you have a real variety of people that you have using the steel mace. I'm talking, they're, they're young, they're more mature. They have they've had some injuries. So you have a variety a really eclectic group of clients that are using the steel mace.
2: I mean, eclectic group of people for an eclectic person at the same time. <laughs> I've got to understand I came in through this education so that I would be able to take somebody to the Olympics. I came into this education so that I could take somebody to the Olympics, specifically nice. in track and field or the snatch and clean and jerk. That's why I came into this field. Understanding how to work with a teenager or your grandma is important to me because I need lifestyle, lifetime athletes. If you were a football player in college and you think you got enough speed to go find out what USA 7 Rugby is about and you still want to hit people, holler at me. You know, I, I'll show you what's good. If you think that you've done high school weightlifting and you want to learn more about the snatch and compete in USA weightlifting in college or maybe even get a scholarship, holler at me. Let me know.
1: So where can they reach you? I mean, oh, okay. how are people going to be able to holler at you?
2: Um, What is it? Henry underscore performance coach uh, on Instagram.
1: OK. Can you just give that one more time, Henry?
2: Henry underscore performance coach on Instagram. You know, OK. The, the at symbol. Um, is there a
1: telephone number where they can text or call you?
2: You can go to BetterNowPT. That's the domain name. Okay. BetterNowPT.com. Uh huh. Um, and you can also, yeah, through my Instagram, you can email me, you can text me. I've literally, hey, quick story. I literally had, um, I had Winter Circle T-shirts. It's on Instagram. It's a company, local skateboard uh, brand. Uh huh. Winter Circle T-shirts. I had a kid text me at ten o'clock, ten thirty p.m. from Tennessee. Hey, is this Henry from Winter Circle T-shirts? On my main account, my Henry Performance account. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, man, I got your number offline. So you can hit me up through Instagram. Just that number works at the at Henry underscore performance coach. Say, I want to hit him up on the phone. Just hit that little button right there. That's the live number right there. You will get directly to me.
1: Okay, great. So you heard it here. Um, If you want any help getting your... Um, movements uh, we'll have a movement screen done for you i mean if you if have a hard energy uh, you, yeah, henry you could do it better I mean, than me tell I mean, me, you want me to, yeah me tell please you? i got a few yeah. examples yeah please
2: i got a few examples of how young and how old they go uh i, I, I i've got a 14 year old girl mm-hmm. came in she is a band person uh-huh right so they learn how like, to march. like marching band okay yep. yeah uh-huh. and how to march forwards backwards Of course, she's carrying um, like a a saxophone or or something like that. She's not a woodwind. You know what I mean? So she's got to carry something. So she's got to have a stronger back. We were going through steel mace flow. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking her right side always drops, always falls out of balance. We went all the way down to her feet, had her shoes off. Rubbing on her feet so that we can make sure that joint manipulation inside the feet was holding her back all the way up into her hips. Wow. Now, it's up and downstream stuff. I'm yeah, going to start yeah, talking yeah. like a physiopathologist. No, like I get PT. it, man.
1: Well, because, we don't want to confuse the people. No, but no. the kinetic chain, I mean.
2: That kinetic chain is such a. OK, so let's talk about that line of pool again. Let's, OK, let's, let's hit a quick. Quick, easy line of line of chain. Okay, pec pec muscle. You're you're, you're going to bench press, so your chest muscles, your pectoral muscle, all right, is going to feed into your biceps and your triceps and your lats. All of those muscles have to work together inside your rotator cuff. If you got rotator cuff issues, uh-huh. then we're not looking at the proper line of pull of the deltoid how the terrace major and terrace minor are supposed to help with internal, external rotation, Uh and how the latissimus dorsi, the lats, are going to help ultimately with internal rotation because of the way that they're attached in the line of pull on them. So what we found inside of there, that line of pull for her was from the hip down to the foot. Mm -hmm. And what we were finding is it was an overactive teardrop on the quad. You know, that little teardrop for your bodybuilders. That was Mm -hmm. overactive. It was overactive as adductor muscle, So active that whenever she tried to go to external rotation or drive her knee to the outside, then her glute would pick up that and block the rotation of the foot and the knee. And then the adductor would stay on and over-activate and pull her knee back in. Therefore, she would lose balance on her her toes.
1: Wow, okay. Yeah, I see that. Uh Therefore,
2: it would manipulate the bone structure over a couple of years of doing that, right? So we were trying to get that bone structure back into place by doing a foot massage and creating that upstream flow back into the hip. Some palpations along the way letting me know, if they're a, what I call a hot or a cold spot. And I'll get into that in a second. Uh-huh. I also had a gentleman that came to me. I work a lot. I work the mouse, my left-hand side. I've had this back issue on my left-hand side for a couple of weeks now. Well, what we found out was inside of his work occupation and by doing some steel mace overhead presses, we found out that his subscapular part of the rotator cuff was super underactive, therefore affecting the rhomboid. The rhomboid is a muscle that kind of bridges between the two scapulas, your Mm -hmm. your shoulder blades, and across the middle of the back, right? That dense area right in the middle of their back, on the upper back. And that is, that's where your rhomboids are. Well, since the subscap was so tight on the right-hand side, the rhomboid wasn't actually able to open and close all the way that it needs to. So then, therefore, that left-side scapula, that was the issue... That subscap was unactive. So when I went to go palpate on that um, subscap, a, what I call a cold spot, it can't take more pressure. Right at touch, it had pain. Uh-huh. On the okay. right-hand side, I found it to be a hot spot. I can put a lot of pressure on it. It doesn't care until you break through that fascial network. And this is beyond what a typical massage therapist or a deep tissue massage therapist will do. It will be painful, but it will feel like you worked out a thousand reps the next day on that hot spot that we treat. However, getting back to the point, as he was reaching across the desk and everything like that, the right side would collapse, the left side would get uneven. So whenever he went to go do his overhead presses, the scapula was actually not parallel. They were Mm -hmm. adjacent to each other, but they weren't with each other in the proper line of pull. And symmetrical. Now, not everybody's going to be symmetrical. Now, we're not talking about that. I'm talking about centimeters, symmetry. Sy- symmetry. Mm-hmm. And by the time I put that scapula where it should have been during that range of motion, all of a sudden, man, I feels really good. I said, well, go for a week with it like this. Try and focus on doing it like this. I know you're going to use a little bit more of your brain power to make sure that left side's doing that, that side. Mm-hmm. He hasn't came back to me with the same issue since. Oh, that's great. And he does the Milo team training. And that's that's the that's the 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 epitome of my squat, bench press, deadlift, um, percentage based workout program. Only the only the good guys come, good guys and girls, women, you know, come through there and stick with it because that's where they find their strength training. But like I said, we go back to the steel mace to refine the movements. Mm -hmm. I got I, I got one more. I got one more example. All right. Mm-hmm. I've got somebody that's like your mom's age, mm-hmm. you know, just your general mom's age. She's got some um, high school kids and everything like that. Mm-hmm. She's been working out for years. I tell you what, man, she is. Str- she's strong. I'm not just saying that she is strong for your walk in the park workout uh, mom. You know, nothing mm-hmm. against that. We love moms. Um, <laughs> they make the world spin. But love you, mom. But um, so. She. We're doing a full body remodeling. Mm-hmm. She's got the, the classic I work at the desk rounded shoulders. So her traps are super tight, but she could she could shrug the world. Um, she she has tight low back issues. But what we find out is I, I, I like to play a little joke. The low back is mad at your butt. Your butt is allowed to turn your knee in and out and all that stuff like that mm-hmm. from your abs yeah, yeah, there's, there's there's little rotators inside your, your hip bones, but from your abs, they're your iliopsoas complex. Yep. If your iliopsoas complex isn't helping with internal, external rotation of your knees, your lower back gets all jealous, and it locks up your lower back, and it locks up that iliopsoas complex. So it's a nervous system typically issue whenever you have low back issues. That's why they go in and do the surgery, and most of the time you come out and you just... Feel all fused together and not moving, and they say that's going to solve your issue. But really, what happened is your nervous system got flipped upside down, and we got to train the nervous system to get back out of whack, so that you're more mobile upper body and more of a stiffer lower body, but not an overactive stiff lower body. So that the point by the time you start asking internal external rotation of your legs, the back locks up and it's all jealous of your butt muscles, allowing them having that skill set. So you just got to keep everything um, looking good, feeling good by working the internal external rotation, releasing the iliopsoas complex to the point where it gets integrated into a motor pattern that's effective versus what our daily lifestyle is making us do with the sit, the round, the lower back gets tense, the upper body traps get all tight. So anyhow, we've been going through with Elaine on these things and she has been... Working on her posture. We're still in the midst of working with her. It's been week three. Mm-hmm. She already has great looking posture coming along. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And she. Well, hey, look, they don't keep coming back because they enjoy the pain, right? They're <laughs> not coming back just because they like me, you know? <laughs> they keep coming back because what I'm doing is effective and it's and it's having an effect on what we're trying to accomplish and inside of that we're we're being effective.
1: That's fantastic. Um, on a side note, I just want to say, Hey, I want to thank you for adding uh, your expertise to the Jacksonville association of exercise and nutrition professionals, as well as the national association of exercise and nutrition professionals. We're looking forward to, uh, Continuing to have you be a part in, um, and and uh, take part in some of the activities that the association does to educate and uh, support uh, many people that need um, professional training support.
2: Max, i i i i gotta i gotta say it's it's been a remarkable thing, a great journey coming along, working with Doctor Fitness, getting to um, speak with him more. Uh, getting, getting here right now on the radio.
1: Hey, this should be the first of many uh, opportunities that we have to discuss some really cool topics when it comes to exercise and sports performance.
2: I'm excited about it.
1: Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. So I hate to bring this conversation to a close, but Henry, I just need people to know how to get in touch with you again. So if you can give your Instagram one more time.
2: At Henry underscore performance coach.
1: Got it, and hey, if you need me, I am I am Doctor Fitness. That's letter I A M Doctor Fitness on my IG. D- uh, DM me anytime, and thanks again for listening to another episode of Find Your Fitness. God bless and stay woke. With
0: lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?